Our passage from John chapter 6 this morning is part of what's sometimes called the Eucharist narrative. Suitable for today as as the word Eucharist translates to Thanksgiving. And Thanksgiving, the holiday, is only a few days away. And for most people, this means a family meal, a big family meal. It's a holiday intended for us to take a break from everything else and reflect on those things for which we are to be thankful. Family, friends, living in such a blessed nation, what we've been personally blessed with in many different ways. And with that, I want to tell you a quick story. Just the other day, I was on my way into a taqueria and realized that I had lost a $5 bill. I stopped, I double-checked each of my pockets, the console of the vehicle, and the $5 was gone. And as a result, I was annoyed. Now, the reason I was annoyed wasn't so much that I lost the money. I was primarily annoyed because that meant what I was going to tip, that $5 bill in cash, that's what I was going to give the waitress. Now I'm going to have to put that on the card along with the tacos. Meaning the card company is going to get their cut and the business company is going to get, the business would get their cut. Everyone was going to take a thin little slice because it went through the card. And the bottom line is the waitress would get less of what she had earned. And as all of this flowed through my mind, I realized just how blessed I am. I could look at the loss of my $5 in regard to how it would impact somebody else rather than myself. And there have been times in my adult life that the loss of a $5 bill would have been the cause of concern for my budget. Truly, I have a lot to be thankful for this and every Thanksgiving. At the same time, that can be said for just about everybody living in the United States. We are a blessed nation. Our standard of living is extremely high. Even among those who live in poverty, their standard of living exceeds that of the majority of the world. As a result, we grow accustomed to our blessings. We tend to forget that they are indeed blessings. We grow to expect certain minimum standards. We begin to demand even higher and higher standards as a right rather than as a privilege. We stop being thankful for all we have been given just by the great gift of being born inside the United States or having been fortunate enough to move here. We begin to pursue just the material things and lose sight of the bigger picture. This is on blatant display when the day we're supposed to be thankful for all we have, the very next day, we rush to the stores to buy more and more stuff on Black Friday. In our Gospel passage, from John chapter 6, we see that Jesus faced, in a way, a similar situation with those that were following Him. The people come looking for Jesus And Jesus replies, you're not actually here for me. You are here 
because you ate the loaves I gave and now you want more. In other words, you're just looking for more stuff. Everybody was hungry. I blessed the loaves and fish and you all ate your fill. Now you just want more. You are looking for the temporary when you should be looking for the eternal. You're chasing after loaves of bread when you should be seeking the bread of life. And then they give a good response. What do we need to do? What are the works of God? What, what work do we have to accomplish to get this bread of life? We realize we have to work for the bread that we know. We have to work for the bread that is temporary. What must we do to get the bread that you're talking about? What's the work we need to do to gain the bread of life? Now we can expect the people were eager to hear the answer. Jesus gave us bread. We ate our fill. As a result, we followed him because we wanted more bread. But now he says that we shouldn't be seeking after that bread, but different bread, bread of life, bread that endures eternally. What will he say we must do to earn this bread of life? What is the work of God that earns this bread? Now, in case you haven't noticed it, there's an irony in this whole situation. They ask how to earn the bread of life because they know that you have to work for your bread. Over in the second letter to the, that second letter to the Thessalonians, the Bible tells you if you do not work, you do not eat. So they're saying, yes, Rabbi, we, mu- we know we must work for bread. What must we do to earn the bread of life? Except this. The only reason why they're following Jesus is because Jesus gave them bread freely and without condition they didn't work for it. They received the bread without work and as a result they're following Jesus but now they want to know how to work for the bread of heaven Jesus is telling them all about. Jesus answers, believe me. That's it. Believe me. Straight and simple to do the work of God is to simply believe the one has one God has sent me Jesus the Christ believe me you want to know how to get the bread of heaven believe me in response these people who had already miraculously been fed by Jesus the people say to him well you need to prove that you can be trusted Why should we believe you? How do we know you really are sent by God? Just because you turned a couple of loaves of bread into enough to feed a few thousand people just a couple days ago, and we all ate it, and that's why we're following you, we need some kind of proof. Again, ironically, they say what they say they want what Moses gave their forefathers. Moses gave our forefathers bread from heaven. This is the sign they ask for when it is in fact exactly 
what they had already received from Jesus. So Jesus explains to them, Moses didn't give you that bread. My Father gave you that bread. Now today, God the Father gives you the bread of heaven. And the people get excited. Okay, great. Give us this bread. Jesus says to them, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me shall not hunger. Whoever believes in me shall never thirst. I am the bread of life. And the only work you need to do to receive this bread is believe. Every need will be met if you place your trust in me. Stop chasing all those perishable things. Today, Jesus might say, ignore Black Friday. I'm reasonably sure that he would. Stop chasing those perishable things. Stop working so hard for what fades away. Stop pursuing the temporary. Trust me. Live for me. Gain eternity. Receive the Eucharist. Live a life of thanksgiving. Amen.